Welcome, welcome. You are listening to the Whistle Way podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with the Whistle Realty Group, joined by my co-host, as always, Mr. Jason Hall with Team Home Loans. Good afternoon, sir. And Jason, on today's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about the stock market and how that kind of ties into the real estate market, into the mortgage market, because the stock market over the last month or two has been crazy. I mean, you've seen some of the biggest swings in stock market history. We've seen some of the biggest point losses. Up and down. I mean, it's it's been moving. December is usually a pretty stagnant month in the real estate market, but it has been insane how much it was moving in December and in January it's continuing. And it, you know, I remember back in like 2007, 2008, where you would see these 500,000 point swings in a day. But that was because the whole economy was collapsing when that happened the last time. This time's different. There's no collapse happening, but we're seeing massive, massive swings in the stock market. And so what I want to get, you know, from your perspective, how is this crazy stock market affecting things from the mortgage side if somebody's looking to buy a home right now? Yeah. So, you know, I've been telling you this for years that as stock market goes up or down, rates tend to follow that. And so kind of the saying goes, every reaction, there's an action. And, you know, most of us want want to see um, the rates go down, our stock stock to go up, and our values. We just normally don't see that happen together, okay. right? Very, very rarely. Um, and so, you know, one of the things we're seeing is the psyche of a seller and a buyer. You know, when you look at, you know, you used to be able to get your quarterly statement, then it was a monthly statement. Now you can actually see your star, stock market portfolio as it happens. And people are seeing, you know, maybe like in December, losing 1,100 points in a day, I think on Christmas Eve, and you're freaking out. You don't want to buy, right? You're thinking, oh my gosh, we just lost, you know, five percent ten percent of our portfolio overnight and that impacts well now we're starting to see the stock market this year in 2019 starting to rebound and we're starting to see buyers kind of get a little bit more comfortable sellers getting a little bit more comfortable so things start to change but one of the things i wanted to kind of hit you and your listeners kyle is did you know on election day november 8th 2016 what the stock market closed before we found out that trump was elected and again Reminder, every thought for certain Clinton was getting elected. There was no chance, you know, Trump would get elected. And if he did, the stock market was going to collapse. That was the, you know, the media telling us going into that week. Well, it closed at 18,332. You asked me a question. You never said, gave me an know, opportunity well, I, I you some to respond. So it closed. I knew you could have Googled it. But it closed 18,332. Now, when Trump was selected that night, we saw the early trading dropped 1,000, 1,500 points because the world was ending, right? And then it rebounded right away. Why? Business, right? We got, you know, Kristen in here, the chamber, you know, Santee. Business owners start realizing, hey, it's going to be a better opportunity for us to grow our business. That tends to go conservative for businesses. Well, did you know the highest we've seen? And I'll just, it's not even the highest we've seen stock market, but in exactly two years from election date, so November 8th, 2018, the Dow was 26,180. That's over a 42% increase. Now, to my friends on the left, including my father-in-law, Joe, and we've talked about him a lot, you know what? It wasn't Obama who did that, right? It literally is the mindset of people out there having Trump there. So even the view who hates Trump and 
you know, we have a lot of people that want to see them go, 42% increase in the stock market. Well, that impacted rates. Going into election day, rates were around 3.75, 30-year fixed. You know, at that point when the stock market was near its high in November of 18, you know, rates got in the, the low to mid fives, right? So I just want you guys to see that analogy as those things go up, it happens. Now, so just we, to recap that, at election day, we were running around 18,000 in the stock market, rates under 4%, we're talking 3.75%. And then two years later, stock market's running at 26 plus thousand, rates are now 5%. Right, right. So I just wanted you to kind of see that analogy, but I also really wanted to let buyers and sellers know, you know, you're never going to time the market perfect. All the experts who thought Trump was going to crash the market were absolutely opposite, right? Like if you would have invested, you know, $100,000, maybe in a line of credit on your house, if you didn't have one, it'd be up 42% just in the Dow, you know, and that's just a general rule of thumb, right? So it's just absolutely amazing. So in thinking about this, kind of preparing for this show, um, I think it's still a great time to sell. You know, if, if, if you're thinking about downsizing, if you're thinking about leaving San Diego for any reason, um, maybe you've been in your house two to five plus years, it's smart to take advantage of the tax laws that, you know, we put in, in place in 1994. And I say we being a Christian conservative, the conservative Republicans put that in place to where you can gain $500,000 on a sell of a home as a married couple and pay zero federal and state income taxes, right? That's a great opportunity. And I think a lot of sellers aren't really thinking about that because it's a pain to move. But if you can save 100, 200 grand in, in future income taxes for you or your heirs, wouldn't it make sense to make the move? I mean, I'm sure if my parents had that much in equity, I'd make a move. Right. Right. Because I don't want me and my siblings to pay that tax bill. And so these are some of the things I just thought about, wanted to bring to you guys with the stock market, the rates, how that Im impacts the psyches of both buyers and sellers. So you've digested that. You've heard me say this over the years, but what are some questions you have or things you're thinking about? Well, I just find that it's interesting, right? I've done this for literally half my life now, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, but what we've seen more so in recent years than in you know the earlier years of my career is that the market is very volatile in real estate and buyer demand fluctuates greatly with what's happening in the stock market and with what's happening with interest rates. And buyers are extremely rate sensitive. So what we saw is this fourth quarter was the slowest fourth quarter we've had in close to a decade as far as the number of homes that sold, specifically sold here in San, in San Diego. Diego. Right. And other parts of the country are feeling it as well, maybe not as much as San Diego. <clears throat> but here in San Diego, we saw the number of sales that happened this December versus the December the year prior was 25% less. I mean, that was a significant drop. And a lot of that ties into what was happening with the stock market. If you look at where it started on December 1 versus December 31, I mean, it was a massive drop that happened in there. And it's not even so much the drop. It could actually finish at the same level. It's what happened throughout the month, which the, the, you know, the bumps up and down and up and down. Volatility in a stock market concerns people when it comes to home ownership. Absolutely. And so when people are seeing volatility in the stock market, they feel that that's volatility in the market in general. And they second guess, should we buy a home? I mean, the last time the stock market did this, the market crashed. Is it going to do it again? Because people remember these things. And so they think back, last time I saw this, the market did this. So the market's doing it again. 
the stock market's doing it again. Is the real estate market going to do the same thing again? So that really weighed on people a lot in December. But now here we are coming out into January and the market's done exceptionally really well. well since January 1. And rates have actually, you know, pulled back a little bit. And we've seen, I mean, we just listed a property and I think I've got 16 offers on it. I mean, we're way the heck over what we listed the home for. We haven't seen that in months. I mean, we have not seen anything like that in many, many months. But here we are sitting, you know, toward the end of January. And now we're starting to see multiple offers on things. We're starting to see listings that have been sitting for a while. By and large, because of what's happening, the stock market's getting a little bit more stable. You know, we're starting to see that come back. And now consumer confidence comes back along with that stock market. So there's absolutely a direct correlation between the stock market and what's happening when it comes to buying and selling homes. I mean, there, there's an absolute direct correlation yep. with it. Um, and there is with the interest rate. So, you know, now the thing we're seeing is that the market is getting a little bit better. The rates haven't gone in line with that yet. Yeah, they're but, starting to slide up a teeny bit, but they haven't bounced like the stock market has. Right. So, you know, what <clears throat> What you were saying is that a lot of times as the stock market goes up, rates go up. We're kind of in this unique scenario right now where the stock market's come back, but the rates haven't come back up in line with the stock market. And I think that's a big reason why we're seeing a lot of buyers pulling the trigger right now is their portfolio is going up. Rates are staying relatively low, at least compared to where they were a month or two ago. And so that's getting a lot of buyers back in the game. And we're starting to see a lot of activity on our listings right now. Well, and we're starting, it's going to be the spring season here in a few months, right? Spring season's really already started. I mean, if if somebody owns a home today, the, the biggest mistake that I see homeowners make is they decide like, all right, I'm ready to sell the home. They call us and they want to put it on the market tomorrow. Um, not that I don't like that as a realtor. I mean, sure, I'll, I'll do it right away. But ready. I, I struggle to do my job, which is to get my seller the highest price possible for their home. If I've, if you give me a week to get your home ready to go on the market versus giving me a month to get it ready to go on the market, I can do a lot to help you increase the value of that home if you give me a month. Um, but so many realtors, they, they're not concerned about what they sell a home for. They're just concerned about getting it on the market, getting a commission, and moving on to the next sale. But if you actually take a little bit of time to prep a home and actually get it ready for the spring market, it's amazing what you could do because a homeowner could spend a very small amount of money to make a massive difference. And an example is one I walked through yesterday in Santee, and, and it was something where they inherited the property. A family member had passed away. And he had remodeled the kitchen and he remodeled the bathrooms, but didn't remodel any of the other house. Still had, you know, like fake wood doors and it has like carpet that's been there for 40 years. If we can just come in there, paint those doors, replace the carpet, scrape the ceilings and paint that, now it comes across as a completely remodeled home. You're talking mm-hmm. this thing as it sat would probably sell for roughly 360. These guys put $10,000 into it. Now you're talking this thing selling for four hundred, right? So ten thousand dollar investment. You're talking a thirty, forty thousand dollar increase That's in value. 400%. But I can't do that for you right. if you call me and tell me you want your house on the market this weekend. So if you're a realtor, think about that. That if you can actually put a little bit into these homes, not just think about it as let me get this on the market and get my next commission. Actually, take a little time and, and improve these homes. Now you're the one with the highest sale in that community. You got to think the next time somebody else in that community is looking to sell, they're going to call the person who just set a record for that sales price. So keep that in mind, guys. Pay attention to what's happening in the stock market. 
get that message out there because the consumers care about the stock market. They care about the rate. So it's your job to get that message out there, get them motivated. And those people that are thinking about selling in the spring, that starts today. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into The Whistle Way. If you want to keep the conversation going, join our group on Facebook, The Whistle Way. You can simply go to thewhistleway.com. Whistle is W-H-I-S-S-E-L. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We'll talk to you guys next week.